from high above ringside at T-Mobile Arena in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Saturday, May 6, 2023, and this is the Stanley Cup Playoffs on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Dreisaitl wins a faceoff out to Bouchard, left circle, back to the right, Bouchard, a shot, knocked down, a rebound, score! Chipped over Brossois as he lunged out to his right. The Oilers strike on the power play. Two minutes and 21 seconds into the game, Leon Dreisaitl again. Wow. wow. <laughs> 12 goals in the Stanley Cup playoffs, five in this series, and he kind of fluttered it over the right pad of Brossois as he lunged back to his right. Hyman recovers the puck deep on the left. It gets out high. Bouchard keeps it in the zone. Bouchard winds and shoots. He scores! Power play goal for Evan Bouchard. Top left corner. The Oilers lead 2-0 seven minutes into the game. It's been all power play for Edmonton. One of the best power plays the NHL has ever seen has taken a stranglehold early on in this contest. Well, what did we say at the opening? We said... One team gets punched, and how do they respond? Well, the Oilers have punched back, and we'll find out if the Golden Knights can respond in this game. Vegas has shrunk their power play, their penalty kill down to take away the seams, and that has allowed Edmonton to come down, and they have really moved the puck very well, and Hyman has been able to sit right on top of Bressois, and Lauren's trying to move to see that puck, and he actually moves out of the way. Down toward the corner. Kulak takes the puck. Also took a check from Marcia Sue. Theodore at the left side. Poked off his stick. And now Theodore gets in McDavid's way. All the way to the goal. Score! Soft sliding underneath the pads of Brossois. Short-handed goal for Connor McDavid. 3-0 Oilers. Fourth goal in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And first this series for McDavid. At first it appeared that Theodore had slowed McDavid enough, but then Connor made a second move, then got position, and then softly slid the puck through the five-hole of Brossois. And it's 3-0 Edmonton, the first shorthanded goal that the Knights have allowed here in the playoffs. And the Golden Knights in the regular season gave up four all year. First shorthanded goal scored by Edmonton here in the playoffs after 18 in the regular season. A special teams nightmare for Vegas. So far, nothing at five on five so far, but all Edmonton when there's someone in the penalty box. Yamamoto's pass blocked and then Stone took down Yamamoto in front of the Knights bench. From the right corner, Hyman centered. Now in the middle, Yamamoto put it wide. Rebound goes behind, shot, score! Brossois was down on the ice and the officials will come together to see if there should be interference called here. All four come together. If it's a goal, it would be Dreisaitl again with 3.43 to go in the first period. Yamamoto had the first opportunity, and he missed it wide. There was a big pileup as Brossois was knocked over by Zach Hyman. And by the time that either Hyman or Brossois got up, the puck had come to Dreisaitl below the left dot, and he quick-sticked it home. Okay. So it looks like goaltender interference at first snuff. Yeah, Hyman picks the path right through the blue ice and mulls over Brassois. Uh, Haig is behind him, but there's, it, it doesn't matter if he's, if he's making contact where, because of where it's taking place. We'll see. The only question will be if they say Haig pushed Hyman yeah. into Brassois. Yeah. 
Vegas is challenging the call on the ice to determine if there was goaltender interference prior to the goal. So the officials got together and decided call on the ice as a goal. Then they went over to the Knights bench and said, you want to challenge this? And they said, yeah, we do. And so, again, you see Hyman make contact with Brossois. That's in dispute. But Nick Haig definitely makes contact with Hyman. Yeah. Let me ask you this. If Haig doesn't make contact with Hyman, what happens? He still goes into Brossois. He Brossoir. still goes into Brossois. Haig, if anything, is probably trying to push Hyman and in so yeah. doing push him away from Brossois. Here's Trevor Hansen. After reviewing the play for coach's challenge, the call on the ice stands. It's a good goal. The contact was Vegas defenseman. Vegas is a, assessed a delay game penalty. Yeah. So I can understand that, but as you said, Gary, Hyman's probably going into Brossois anyway. Yeah. The follow through by Haig hurts his cause because it's evident that Haig is making contact with Hyman. It's impossible to say for sure yeah. that Hyman would yeah, have made contact sure. with Brossois yeah. in the same way. So, frankly, it's hard to disagree with that assessment. Loose puck comes back to center. Collision between Petrangelo and McDavid. They're going to run out of time here. Shot goes high and wide, and Petrangelo had a reach in on McDavid. Petrangelo crashes into his goaltender. Everybody appears to be okay. But the period has come to a close. All Oilers. Riley breaks in the left corner, looks to center, but it's picked off. Now the Oilers have a three-on-one. Up the left side, McDavid to the circle, centers, sliding, kick save, rebound is loose in front, another pad save, where's the puck, chipped out of the zone. Wow, scramble in the Vegas crease. Somehow Grossois kept it out, despite being in a prone position after the initial save. Now give Laurent Brossois credit. He's the one goal tonight that's still fighting right now. The rest of them have been pretty average to start this period as well. Oilers have generated 11 power play goals here in this postseason. This is their eighth game. McDavid left goal line, walks in front, he scored! Found an opening in Brossois, short post. Connor McDavid, the power play goal. Took just seven seconds. Second goal of the day from McDavid. The Oilers' third power play goal on their fifth chance, they lead the game 5 nothing at 8.17 remaining, second period. Well, this is obviously a save Brassois has to make, but I'm going to say this right now. It cannot hang this game on him at all. This is for a team in the second round of the playoffs, up one nothing in a series. This has been a dreadful performance from top to bottom. They're, they were not ready to play, which is really bizarre. And they've let Edmonton's best players run roughshod. This is, uh, we'll hear the word embarrassed later on, guaranteed. It is a delayed offside as now there's some jousting at center. Kulak and Howden, they're gonna go. Kulak and Howden drop the mitts. Howden had had enough. Kulak tries to pull Howden's helmet off. And then tackles Howden. And Algarry, that is in the vicinity of an extra penalty. You got another skirmish brewing down in the corner. You got several punches being thrown by Kane at a defenseless player on the ice. It's Keegan Colas. He gets up, and now Kane puts him in a chokehold. Brossois goes over. Hyman says, no, get out of here. Colasar still locked up with Kane. The linesman having perhaps not realized there was another skirmish. They have now skated over to that brouhaha. 
Kane was wailing away on Colasar in a defenseless position down on the ice, and the officials either didn't see it or decided not to do anything. And we'll see how this is adjudicated. And of course, Evander Kane has no love lost with the Golden Knights fans. No, he is personally. sent down the tunnel as Keegan Colasar will be escorted to the penalty box with sticks and gloves all over the ice, some down in the Vegas end, some in the neutral zone. It all began because Kulak and Howden were having an issue, and Howden, you could see, let's go, let's go, I've had enough, and Kulak eventually obliged, and they dropped the gloves, and then as the play ended, in terms of the puck back in the Vegas end, and tempers boiled over for Keegan Colasar, Vander Kane, etc. Three seconds, tipped on save, Carlson bangs away. The horn sounds, and the period is over. And the Knights begin to change. Barbashev stays on with the fortune. Ekholm is back, took a hit, created a loose puck. Here's Stone into the zone, feeds the middle, they score! Barbashev hacks it out of the air and into the goal. I wonder if it counts. The referee down near the goal says that it was legally played below the crossbar by Barbashev. Barbashev gets the Knights on the board and now trail 5 to 1, 90 seconds into the third period. Barbashev had two goals last game, his second and third of this postseason. This would be his seventh career Stanley Cup playoffs goal. The officials are holding up play to see if it was played too high by Barbashev. It did not appear so. It was a weird play because the Knights were changing. Barbashev had stayed on. Stone got the puck, put it down the slot, and action resumes. The goal stands for Barbashev. 15 seconds to go. Oilers send it in. McNabb back in his own end. Fogel centers up the slot. Nine seconds, a drive, blocked. Eichel picks it up, scans the ice. He'll just rip behind his own net and let the clock run out. Game two in the books. Oilers five, Golden Knights one. Four in the first and one in the second. Knights did not have the sort of pushback today they have exhibited in game one and throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. They lose for the first time since game one of round one. And it happens to be by the same score. 5-1 for the opponent. And this series is tied one and one. Game three in Edmonton on Monday at 5.30 Pacific time.